Welcome back to another week. Hello, friends. I'm Bobby. Morning, studio. Morning. I'll give you two celebrities. You tell me who costs more to get a personalized video from. Okay, Amy? Okay. Dina Carter, singer of Strawberry Wine. Or Jana Kramer. I got the first kiss. She'll get the last. By the way, they're around the same price. What do you think the price is? <laughs> if Puxatawney Phil is 80 bucks. I I feel like Jana Kramer has a lot going on. She would she could probably charge a lot for you know, if someone was an old school Friday Night Lights fan, they'd be like, oh, OG Janet Graber. Or One um, Tree Hill. One Tree Hill. I mean, she's just done a lot. Her podcast, all that. So I'll go Jana Kramer's. So the winner is $175, and it's Dina Carter. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. At $175. Bucks. Jana's $150. Mm, okay. Lee Bryce. And you one of them girls Or Jake Owen. There's some things about me that oh, Jake I Owen's can't more. change. I would think this would be such a simple one. It's not. No. What is it? Really? What's Lee Bryce. Huh? $199. And Jake is? $150. Wow. I would have bet my whole wallet on that. And you'd be broke. And I'd be How do they, <laughs> sorry, who gauges the price? The person? The person. Yeah. Okay. So that's just the thing. Like. No, I get it. Yeah. But uh, shocking to me. Uh, next up, Matt Stell. Every single day before I knew your name. Face, but I prayed for you. Or Granger Smith. Granger's more because he's also two people in one. Granger's price is $89. Oh. Matt Stell is $100. What? Oh, wow. Wow, because Granger could also be Earl Dibble. He might have Jr. another one for Earl. Oh, and Earl might be more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's do a couple more here. Morgan Evans. Sometimes you gotta kiss somebody. Who has a couple hits. Also married to Kelsey Ballerini. Who knows? She may show up in one with him. I don't know. Or Travis Denning. But after a few drinks, it's always the same thing. The winner is 50 bucks. Morgan Evans. Yeah. Okay. Barely. 50 to 40 bucks. But Morgan Evans is the winner there. Okay, here's one. I'm gonna tell you, these two are both. At least $200. Wow. So it's on the expensive side. Leanne Rimes. Or Sarah Evans. I'm going to say Leanne Rimes charges more. Leanne Rimes charges $333. Sarah Evans is $200. So Leanne Rimes is all right. See if you can guess just how much these other ones are. Okay. If you're just playing that game. This is not how much I would pay, by the way. It's just I'm guessing. Someone's taking their hostility out on future (laughs) social media users. (laughs) No, I just am trying to. That's how I've been thinking. The situation from Jersey Shore. Oh, he probably charged. Yeah, I think he needs the money. So he might charge $200. $300. Okay. How about Lindsay Lohan? Oh, man. $350. $400. It's good. Got a little estimator there. Drew Brees. You paid this much. It goes to charity, but Drew Brees has a price of two fifty. Five fifty. Okay. Wow. I almost went five hundred. Dang it! And he donates it. How about these two are very close? Emmett Smith and Troy Aikman are both 
around this number? Three hundred. Seven hundred dollars. <gasps> what? And okay, Troy's wow. still on TV right now, so that's that's wow. Good for them. But do they donate it? I don't think so. Who cares? I think Jake at least was donating his to charity he, for a while. Yeah. Still might be. That Lee Bryce Jake one really shook me. <laughs> you can't carry on. I can't move on. <laughs> You guys can email us at any time. If you need advice, we're constantly looking through this email. Morgan, what's the email they can reach us? Mailbag at boppybones.com. All right, let's open it up. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hey, Bobby, my name is William. So my wife has been doing dry January to stop drinking any alcohol the entire month. She wants to cleanse for two weeks and expects me to do the same with her, but... I don't want to. Now, why should I have to stop drinking and go on a cleanse if I don't have to lose any weight or want to? I work out four days a week. I enjoy having a glass of wine or beer on the weekends. I shouldn't have to suffer because my wife likes to overeat during the holidays and drink every night for two weeks. Shots fired. Listen, I like to be supportive, but I think asking me to do a cleanse and not drink for a month is too much. What do you guys think? Amy, what's your opinion? Bobby, what's your opinion? Signed, William. Amy, I'll let you fill this one first. My opinion is that she absolutely should not be asking you to join her on this. This is her decision, and you shouldn't be dragged into it. I don't necessarily would have phrased all the things the way you did. Oh, like if she hears that. <laughs> um, but you are in the right in that you don't have to join her. But you can do whatever you need to do to be whatever encouragement she needs in, during this time, but no way can she drag you on her antics. Agree that in principle, that's the right thing, but his life's going to be miserable if he doesn't do something to walk alongside her. I how just do, said he could encourage mean? her. Well, but encouraging her, she's going to be like, no, do it with me. You, first of all, you, you don't have to do it, Mm-mm. but you got to find ways to make her think you're doing it. And if you don't want to do it, don't do it on the side. Ooh. Wait, oh, so Ooh, your solution her back. is to like just deceive a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. No, no, nobody's hurting this. This is a victimless crime. I'm okay, all for but- I'm all for a victimless crime, especially because listen, in the house, if she's not happy, the whole house ain't gonna be happy. Right, Your happy wife. Yeah, but clearly she's doing something that might make him miserable, and then he's not happy. What I would say, William, agree to it, but then don't <laughs> don't do it. I completely disagree yeah. with that. I'm being practical. I know you're... But then she's going to find out that... She's not going to find out. And then if she is, be like, hey, babe, I was trying to support you. I just wasn't doing it around you. No, it's only a couple weeks. <laughs> have an, what, how about have an honest conversation with her about how, you know, maybe you won't have to do something yeah, like a cleanse. Good if, luck If with you that. stay moderate during, like, learn... I'm trying to protect his life. She's going to find a bunch of beer bottles in the garage and be like, oh, man, here you go. World War II. Right. My, I would say it's only a couple weeks. You say, hey, I'm happy to go. I may not be perfect, but I'm happy to do this with you. So don't drink. But really, he has no intention of doing it with her. (laughs) He shouldn't have to. He should get, he should win on both sides. He shouldn't have to do it with her. And also, he should still be able to live his own life. And the only way to do that is to have this victimless crime here. Mm. I'd like to have her on. I want to hear from her. Well, he's not even on. Well, I know. (laughs) He's got an email. I would just say, you know what, babe? I'm going to do this with you. You got it. And then, sure, you're... you're but your fingers are crossed the whole time under your pants. Of course. <laughs> under your pants? Where do you tell your lies? <laughs> or whatever. 
<laughs> Behind your back. Yeah. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. It's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. Welcome to the best countdown on the radio. It's all about good news. Let's go. Number five. A grandmother in L.A. beat COVID after 20 days in the hospital. So last month, she went back and brought 800 tamales for the nurses, doctors, and the other staff hey, to share. Hey, that's awesome. She said it took her five days to make them all. That's fantastic. Number four. Two random people in Missouri pulled a driver from a burning truck and saved his life. Now cops are trying to track him down to say thanks. A guy who got on a video said the whole thing was really inspiring to watch. That cab was already on fire when they got there to try to help that guy. Seeing something like that kind of checks your perspective pretty quick and lets you know what really matters. These people that run into fires, firefighters or people like a burning truck, that's crazy because I think it blow up. That's hero stuff right there. Number three. Chick-fil-A opened a new location in Michigan but couldn't hold a big grand opening like they usually do, obviously. So instead, they're giving 100 healthcare workers free food for a year. Nice. Because the deal was the first 100 people in would get it for a year, so people would be camped out around the store. But I like what they pivoted to. Number two. A family in Texas almost died in a fire because three of them have COVID and couldn't smell the smoke. No way. Oh, crazy. Oh, no. But a 17-year-old who's not sick in the house smelled it and got everybody out of there. Dang, you didn't even think about that. Eddie, you had COVID? Yeah, I would have never known. I would have burned, for sure. You, you needed your eyes to see it? Yeah. Wow. Number one. A doorbell cam video of a first grader named Allie Schroyer doing her Girl Scout cookie sales pitch has gone viral. After Allie's video was shared online, she smashed her own sales goal, selling 600 boxes. Here's a clip of her pitch that was caught on doorbell cam. Hello, I'm Allie. Would you like to buy some Girl Scout cookies? For two or three or four or five? For six or seven or eight or nine or ten? And I just wanted to say, I'm a Girl Scouter. Thank you. There you go. Which reminds me, there's a very famous story of a boy selling chocolate candy bars in Central Texas. Yeah, yeah. And that kid now works on this show. And he still does his pitch about once a year. So, uh, Lunchbox, take it away. Man, I was a legend back in the day. And I would stand out in front of grocery stores. I'd knock on your door and you'd answer. And I'd have that candy bar in my hand. And I'd be like, hello, for our Little League fundraiser this year, we're selling world's finest chocolate with almonds in the middle. And I was wondering if you'd like to buy any. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I sold so many, and tell me that wouldn't get you. When I hit the world's finest chocolate with, with almonds, almonds in the middle. middle. That's I mean, those candy bars were legit. They were legit. I don't oh like the gosh. nuts, though. I like straight oh. milk chocolate. Oh, you're crazy. Oh, oh, I like the ones with the, the almonds. The almonds were the big. They were big, I gotta yeah. say. Yeah. That was the Good News Countdown. It's time for the Good News. With Bobby. Tell me something good. The staff at St. Mark's Hospital in Salt Lake City is celebrating a very special employee of the month by trying to buy him a car. Michael Piper loves working there, and his devotion to his job shows and New Year's Day is very apparent. Now, he usually rides the bus to work, but they weren't running on the holiday, so he found alternative transportation. Instead of asking for a ride or calling in sick, he rode his bike to work. By the way, it's cold, right? It's New Year's. It was 37 miles each way in the freezing Utah winter. Wow. Took him nearly four hours, and now his colleagues are like, man, he's like working in the COVID unit, cleaning up the COVID rooms. So they set up a GoFundMe page to raise money to buy him a car. They're still working on it, but now they've got like five, six, seven thousand dollars. There we go. 
He didn't ask for it. That's the best thing. This guy is dedicated. He rode his bike in winter in Utah. That is insane. Good for you. Good for you, Michael Piper. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. You know Donald Duck's catchphrase? That. I would assume that's not it, whatever it was you said there. <laughs> I was trying to see if it would come to me if I tried to sound like him, but it's not coming to me. Here's Donald Duck's catchphrase. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. So what I'll do is I'll I'll give you the cartoon catchphrase. Tell me which cartoon character said it. Okay. okay. I'll say it. You guys write your answers down. Okay. Here we go. Number one, who said Yabba Dabba Doo? Who said Yabba Dabba Doo? And? Amy? Fred Flintstone? Lunchbox? Fred Flintstone. Eddie? Fred Flintstone. That's correct. Alright, who said to infinity and beyond? What cartoon character said to infinity and beyond? Amy? Buzz Lightyear? Correct. Lunchbox? Buzz Lightyear. Yep, Eddie? That's Buzz Lightyear Bones. To infinity and beyond. Good. Everybody's still rolling here. How about the, 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 that's all, folks. <laughs> the, 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 that's all, folks. Amy's in. I'm in. Eddie's in. Lunchbox is writing something Uh-oh. down. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. I'm really trying to sell it. Uh-huh. No, I, I, I can picture the little thing. The little thing. All right. Who said the, 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 that's all, folks? Lunchbox, you can go first. Sylvester the cat. Amy? Bugs Bunny? You're both wrong. What? I mean, I... Eddie, if you get this, you win. Wow. Ooh, if I you think... don't, we go to the next question. Is it Porky Pig? It's Porky Pig. Yeah! There you go. And the D, and the D, and the D, and the that's all, folks. You know, we're going to do a points based this game. Everybody's still in. Okay, yeah! good, good. All right, all right. Uh, how about this? I'm smarter than the average bear. What cartoon character said, smarter than the average bear? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Amy. Yogi the bear. Lunchbox. Yogi bear. Eddie. <laughs> uh, Yogi. Yogi bear. Yeah, you all get it. Uh, yeah. Yogi oh. the bear. She gets that, right? Yogi the bear. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. All right, who said this? I have the power. Wow. What? what cartoon said, I have the power? Everybody in? Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. Amy? Um, power Rangers? No, Lunchbox. I remind a lot of people this guy, He-Man. Eddie. He-Man. He-Man is right. Yeah. yeah. All right, who said this? Excellent. Excellent. Cartoon catchphrases. You said excellent. Uh, You're saying it weird. Yeah, what? Excellent. Am I saying it weird? No, I think I think you got it. Right? I think you said it right. Perfectly. Excellent. <laughs> Amy? You sound scary, but is it cat in the hat? 
Because <laughs> egg, hey. eggs. <laughs> you been drinky, drinky this morning? Uh, lunchbox, Mr. Burns. Yeah, Mr. Burns from the Simpsons. Mr. Burns, Eddie. Oh. Mr. Burns. Here. I know. Excellent. 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 Oh, okay. All right, let's do one more. That's all I can stands. I can't stands no more. What? What? <laughs> that might be the first time I've heard that. Do that again. It's hard to do the impression, right? Because I haven't heard it in years. Here we go. That's all I can stands. I can't stands no more. Oh, I got nothing. Let's see. Let's see. Stands. I stands. That's all I can stands. Has the impression. Uh, I have no idea. Not good, Mike. I had like a mic. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Amy. Uh, Roadrunner. Mimi. That's Roadrunner. That's all he says, Amy. Roadrunner doesn't even dog. Mimi. Lunchbox? Yeah, this has to be Barney. No. Eddie? I have Ren from Ren and Stimpy. Okay, we're not going to say who does play it. That's all I can stand. I can't stand no more. It's the guy with the gun. What's his name, though? Yosemite? No. It's no guy with a gun. It's Popeye. Ah, oh, it's Popeye. Oh, Eddie, you are a winner. Congratulations. Come on. There he is. Yeah. Hit it. Woo. I do know my cartoons. Yeah, you're pretty good at that one. I got sucked into this article about dinosaurs. A dinosaur's last meal. And I'm like, what? What did they eat? A person? A McFlurry? I was, but... Spoiler <laughs> Spoiler alert. It was fern leaves and sticks. What did they Looks expect like was going to be in there? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I clicked that crap. A 110 million year old dinosaur stomach contents are revealed. It was fern leaves and sticks. By the way, Eddie, didn't even dinosaurs are real. Uh, not till recently, no. How long ago did you learn dinosaurs were real? A couple real? years ago. And you're uh, 41. What did you think dinosaurs were? That it was just a theory that scientists had. Scientists had like, oh yeah, there are these big animals. We found these big bones. It could have been like a big elephant kind of thing. But no, they're real. Well, the dinosaurs' last meal again was fern leaves and sticks. Amy, your last meal. They're telling you, hey, it's time to wrap this up. What's your final meal? I'm going to have to go with a Chick-fil-A spicy chicken sandwich with waffle fry, Chick-fil-A sauce mixed with ketchup, and an Oreo milkshake. Oh, you went all in, huh? Well, that's my meal. I guess I just go to Chick-fil-A. I thought about cooking something, but... I always thought if I was on death row and they were like, last meal, I would just extend it out. What do you mean? Just keep going. Eat until you popped. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just go, go, go. Uh, mine would be a chicken fried steak. My standard favorite meal of chicken fried steak, mashed potatoes, white gravy, fried okra, corn. Mm-hmm. I like corn on the cob, but taken off the cob right before you eat it. Yeah. That's like, that's the perfect the corn way on to the do cob. It. Um, Eddie? Um, it's a toss-up between Whataburger and Pizza Hut, but Pizza Hut wins. Pepperoni, mushroom, pan, pizza, a large one, too. Lunchbox? Uh, chicken enchiladas with some rice and beans, queso, salsa, chips, margaritas, and cheesecake for dessert. So Lunchbox went with Mexican food. Eddie went with Italian food. Eddie's Mexican. Mm. Lunchbox is... I'm white. <laughs> Did you say you're Mediterranean or something? No, I'm <laughs> Bohemian. Not. I thought you're Irish. What? Well, I am part Irish. My grandpa, my mom's dad was from Ireland. Bohemian. My mom's mom was from Bohemia. So I'm Bohemian and Irish. Uh, one, one other one around the room. Your last song that you get to listen to. They're like, all right, you got to check out, but play a song. Amy, what are you picking? George Strait, Amarillo by Morning. Amarillo by Morning. Good. Good to go out to. I'm going to take, not because so much the message, just like my favorite song. I don't, this is tough for me. Because I was going to do Stop This Train from John Mayer, but it's about getting older. But at that point, I'm old and it doesn't matter anymore. 
or I would do, but I'm going to do If Tomorrow Never Comes, Garth Brooks, because tomorrow ain't coming. It's a good one. Oh, boy. And I love the song. If out, you know it's yeah. not coming. Well, tomorrow ain't coming. <laughs> Dang, are you crying while you're listening to this? Right now? No, when you're right before you're about to go. I guess it depends on the situation. Oh, wow. Like, if I'm, an, if I'm on a rocket going to blow up a uh, yeah. meteor coming to Earth and oh. I'm saving the Save Earth, the <laughs> then you're not crying. Yeah, not. I always, this whole segment, I've been picturing us on death row. Oh, you have? I'm picturing me at 99 years old going, hey, it's been a great life. No, I mean, maybe that's foreshadowing (laughs) where you're going to be. Where have you pictured you? A death row. Oh, you you guys went to jail? We're bad people, man. No, that's what I associate last meal with. Oh. Oh, I just thought, like, hey, you're about to go. This is like a hypothetical. I was already walking towards the chair, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Same. Nursing home, man. Oh, you With bed sores. That's interesting. Eddie, uh, final uh, song. Uh, I'm going to have to go Willie. Angels flying too close to the ground. And I'm probably going to be crying. Lunchbox? Oh, this is going to all my haters out there that I've had all my life. Toby Keith, how do you like me now? Do you do middle finger as you're going? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Shoot on the bird? I, oh, yeah. Sort of like Dr. Evans, my high school teacher, he told me, man, I'd really like to be a fly on the first college classroom you walk into. Like, basically saying I wasn't going to make it in college. I mean, what up, Dr. Evans? But you didn't, you didn't graduate college. But I did go to college. <laughs> okay. No, but his point was you want to make it in college, not life. But yeah. you didn't make it in college. No, no, I, though, right? I survived college. I mean, I made it. But you and didn't I, make You did I didn't make the... Well, I made it all the way across the stage. You quit one class short of graduating. Correct. But before I go out, I'm going to let everybody know. How do you like me now? All right. There he is. All right. Thank you very much. (laughs) Here's Amy's pile of stories. So Carson Daly and his wife are sleep divorced, which we've talked about before here on the show, but they're doing it and it's really, really working for them. And this means they sleep in separate bedrooms. But how it started was simply because she was pregnant with their fourth child and they needed to separate simply for that. But then after she gave birth, they stayed separated because it was working so well for them. Uh, And Carson says that sleep is important. You're going to be a better person if you're rested, which can help your relationship and their relationship has been better for it. Well, I think the word sleep divorce puts a bad taste in your mouth. How about like sleep well-being? We're taking it... If you were to just say it differently, I think people would respond to it better. Because okay. if your partner snores and you don't sleep, yeah. you're not healthy. You no, can it's get a thing. sick. Yeah. And, and I kick, my husband doesn't snore too bad, but when he does, I have this annoying habit of just kicking him until he stops. Mm. And then that wakes that him up. It's not like a habit. It's like something you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. I try to tell him sometimes, I don't even know I'm kicking you. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. What would we call it, though, if we're not going to say sleep divorce? I know. We'd call I- it like a sleep growth. Sleep well. Oh, 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 yeah. You know, something yeah, positive. Something good. Mm-hmm. I, Kaylin's great because she sleeps through anything. I sleep with the TV on. It goes off in the middle of the night now because Netflix goes, are you sure? And then it shuts itself off. Um, so she, it doesn't matter. I think I may be the annoying one more so than she is. All right, what else you got? Well, former bachelorette Hannah Brown, she saved a man from drowning. She was whitewater rafting with her family and a man got pulled up by a current. His raft flipped and she was part of the rescue team. And the man's girlfriend posted about it on Twitter saying, how fun. Hannah Brown saved my boyfriend from drowning in the river today. So she did. But the girlfriend also wrote something in her tweet about how she didn't know it was Hannah Brown, but Hannah Brown's mom 
told them, oh, this is my daughter. She won Dancing with the Stars and was on The Bachelor. Yeah, Hannah Brown could use some good press about now. So that's weird. Yeah, yeah maybe her mom was like, go put this on Twitter. <laughs> she saved his life. <laughs> All right. Yeah, um, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So there's this 91-year-old man named Gene, and he lives across the street from a daycare, but he has dementia. So he ends up walking across the street every day to introduce himself to the teacher that works at the daycare and hangs out with all the students every day for about an hour. Here's a clip from the news. How are you doing? I'm good. Megan says it's almost like an instinct. I'm Gene. We always tell the kids that his brain is kind of sick, but his heart always remembers us. Mr. Gene. Dementia can rob so much, but apparently acceptance and compassion. What's your best move? Are unforgettable. Yeah. So for about an hour every afternoon, Gene gets to enjoy his time with the children and they just all act like, hey, yeah, we all just met today. Let's hang. That's touching. Mm-hmm. Dang. That's, and good for the school for letting him do that. Yeah. Good for him because every day he's like the same great guy. Mm-hmm. Dang. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Over to Amy with the morning corny. The morning corny. What did the proton say to the electron? What did the proton say to the electron? Stop being so negative. Uh, <laughs> that was the morning corny. Hey, by the way, you guys can call us if you want at any time, even if it's 9 p.m. Leave a message on the voicemail 877 Bobby. 877 Bobby. Let us know what segment you like, or if you have a question for the show, leave it up there. These two guys say they were switched at birth in West Virginia 80 years ago. As the DNA test showed, they match with each other's families. And then I wonder, do you even want to know? You're 80. Do you even want to know that your life was rocked so long ago? I guess it... Mm. John William yeah. Carr III and Jackie Lee Spencer are suing the Diocese of Wheeling, Charleston, alleging negligence and breach of duty by St. Joseph Hospital. They were both born on the same day, August 29th, 1942. The men's lawsuit claims hospital staff sent them home with each other's parents. Error came to light last year. It's crazy they're both alive, too. Right, and how did it come to light? Well, Spencer, who had been searching for his birth father, took a DNA test showing he wasn't related to anyone in his own family. Wow. Testing showed he was actually related to Carr's family. So then Carr was like, hmm, all right, let me take a little test here. And he was related to the family that raised Spencer. Dang. Oh, so they figured it out. Are crazy. any of the parents still alive, though, to even oh. know? No chance. I, no chance. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, so. nor are the doctors or nurses, so wow. that is crazy. Would you want to know? You're 80 years old. Let's just say, you, you know, you had a pretty good normal life. If I did, then I'm okay with knowing uh, a little. Because they're even, they're not alive either to go meet either. Exactly. Right. I would just feel really bad if, like, Say I started having conversations with the other guy that had the life I was supposed to have and he had a really, really hard life. I'd feel so bad because I'd be like, that was supposed to be me and you had a hard life and I had a great life. That would suck. That's funny that that's where your mind goes because mine goes, I get really mad at the guy for having a great life and I was over here <laughs> sucking. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's same. Yeah. Vice versa. Yeah. Ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I wouldn't want to know. 
But they're going to make some money off the hospital. But again, but, 80 okay. years ago, who knows? I just figured babies are just getting thrown into people's hands. <laughs> All right, next up, grab baby, throw it to them. Okay, so. It's the pilgrims, basically. What about now? So at 80, you don't want to know, but at 40, do you want to know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yes, yes, for genetic reasons for your uh, health. I'm dealing with this right now with a bunch of health issues. I don't know because my mom's not alive. She passed away in her 40s. I don't know my biological father. I don't my grandfather was. I don't know anybody, grand, either of my grandfathers. So I don't know anything genetic that happened to me. But I think most people at my age still have people alive above them. So, yes, I would want to know now for that reason. At 80, your check's been written. You know? <laughs> You've lived your life. Yes, because maybe I still have a chance to meet some grandkids or something. Dang, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> but what if... Yeah, I want to know no matter what. I don't but care But what if, if you lose your grandkids? Why would I lose them over this? Because then you're like, you're not my real papa. Herb I'd be is. like, no, it doesn't matter. I am mm. your papa. I'm still but guess know. what? You got a bonus papa. Herb, come on in. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to know. Yeah, for uh-huh. sure. Amy, did you ever have a boyfriend back in the day? Or heck, maybe your husband does this now, but they just wants to fight if something goes wrong. No, I've never dated fight guy. Mm-mm. I mean, maybe when I was 16, one of the, yeah, but I don't even know if he was fight guy or just being a teenage kid. But nobody in my life currently is fight guy. Like, you've never been at a bar and somebody steps on somebody's shoe and the next thing you know, it's like, come on. No, and I'm not attracted to fight guy. Like, I want you to be able to control yourself. They say men with a fragile sense of masculinity are way more likely to act aggressively to prove their manliness. That makes sense. So the guy that always wants to fight is fighting to prove that he's a man. And the guy that doesn't need to fight is a, is a big man. That's me. He's a big man. So I'm not going to fight at all. The guy all. that runs away. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Right. He's the guy a that, man. The guy that cries and grabs another man to stand in front of him, mm. that's the guy you want to yeah. be with. Lunchbox, are you fight guy? I'm not fight guy, but I think women like fight guy. Like if you are going to, if your woman is in trouble, they want to see you step up and fight. They want to see someone that is brave. And I mean, if we need to, we can fight, but I mean, no one really wants to fight me because they know. I think there's a difference in if somebody's hurting your girl. No, no, no. Let's say some guy knocks your girl's drink out of the hand and doesn't say sorry or excuse me. You got to say something to the guy or else your girl's going to look at you bad and you got to let your girl know, hey, I'm not going to let people treat you like that. If you're at a bar and a guy accidentally bumps into your wife and knocks her drink out of her hand and keeps walking, what do you do? You grab him and say, hey, you're going to come back and apologize or we're going to have grab him. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm not touching uh, no, anybody. Doesn't. You grab him? <laughs> yep. Where do you grab him? Grab him by the shoulder, the arm, whatever. You just, hey, excuse me, you just knocked the drink out of her hand and you're going to go back and apologize. And they're going to apologize. I'm not saying that you shouldn't say, hey, would you mind apologizing? But Lunchbox ain't grabbing anybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're already picturing that the guy's gone. Like, he's already walked away. And Lunchbox is going to get out of his way and go grab him and say, come back and apologize to her. And then also, since this is radio and some people might not know exactly what Lunchbox looks like, I just like to clarify that a second ago, Lunchbox said, well, you know, people see me, they know. Like, they know what. (laughs) Like, like they're not going to fight him because of what they see. But... (laughs) Lunchbox isn't as big as he sounds. He's like a, like a, he's a twig. He's white a twig. guy with like shaggy hair. Like it's not what you're expecting. Cause I know some people picture like big, big, big guy. <laughs> he's got a big voice. He's yes. a big guy. Where I mean, would I'm- you rank us on the show with all the guys here on the show? Who you'd want to fight least? Like who's probably the toughest in a fight to the person that's the wimpiest. Okay. I don't want to fight Scuba Steve. So he's first. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. 
then I don't want to fight Ray because he's scrappy, I think, and like, well, I don't know. He works out all the time. <laughs> uh, then I don't want to fight Bobby. Then I don't want to fight. Come on. <laughs> Mike D. What? No, Mike D. Really? Yeah, yeah. Really? Amy, you have lost your darn mind. What's wrong with you? You have lost your fight. darn mind. Then I don't want to fight Eddie. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then I don't want to fight Lunchbox. Actually, it sounds like you do want to fight Lunchbox. <laughs> Wait. Wow. I thought that that was the no, order. it is, but I'm saying. Uh, no. He's I'm the not... one, you'd, if you had to pick, you'd fight him first. Oh, yes. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Yeah, like wow. it's like. Wow. Yeah. He, I Probably my best odds are against him. You, you, you need to put some respect on my name. Okay. Okay. How does that make you feel, Lunchbox? I mean, listen, I, I'm not worried about her. Girls like her, that's the one I'm not what I'm worried about. You know what I'm saying? Girls no. Like what is he saying? <laughs> you know When's the last time you've been in a fight, Lunchbox? Oh, man, it's been a long time. Been a long time. But there, there's been times at the bar when it gets real close and they're like, oh, you know what? This is probably a bad idea. And they, they back down. Oh, they back down. You don't. Yeah. Or someone defuses yeah. the situation, steps in between, things like that. But that's the problem. When, when you're a celebrity and you go out to bars, some people oh, want to pick boy. at you just because you're a celeb. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when Morgan, number two, was boxing and she said she'd box lunchbox? Yes. yes. He said no. He said he wasn't. He wouldn't do it. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still won't Why? do it. Because she's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I mean, that, that, I mean, that's true. That's true. Who would you rather fight, Morgan number two or Lunchbox? Oh, Lunchbox. <laughs> Let's set it up. Let's go. Oh, so you'll fight you'll me. You'll fight Amy, but not Morgan? Yeah. Let, hey, she talks a big game. Let's do it. Oh, well, wait, Morgan oh, used to my. talk a big game at Lunchbox. Right. No, she didn't. I, also, I'm a woman. Hey, but you, you're talking trash. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. In September 2019, Rob Sparks was having a tough time chasing his two little kids around. He gets on the scale and he's like, wow, I weigh 441 pounds. This 6,000 calories a day, not going to cut it. So he starts eating healthier. Then in March of 2020, he starts running. And now he has lost 228 pounds. He ran his first marathon in December, and he has signed up for four more this year. And he's going to try to train for an ultra marathon, which is a 50-mile race. Oh, wow. That's crazy. And it just sounds like he made small steps to accomplish something big. Small steps, started eating healthy, and then he did that for like five months. Then in March, had to, you know, eating healthy, he started running. That's uh, that's great. That's that's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. I'm going to play you the easy listening version of a country song. Nice. Oh. You know, like elevator music or dentist <laughs> music. All you have to do is name the song. For example, this is Jake Owen, Barefoot Blue Jean Night, but easy listening. Slow down. We were living in a rock show. Yeah. So that's easy listening. Like yeah. if you were hearing that song in the dentist chair, that's the version you would hear. <laughs> Although I do like it, I gotta say, because I went to the dentist a few months ago, and they were like, "Hey, pick the station you want. Like, pick your your, your iHeartRadio channel, and you just pick a channel in the music plays. So you get nice. to pick your own. Although, what if you could like gangster rap with all F words? <laughs> All the moms with kids like, oh, my God. Well, you go to headphones. Okay. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Name the easy listening country song. Here we go. Mm. 
How you guys feel about that? Oh, great. Uh, you have it? In. Eddie in? I'm in, man. All right, five seconds? Uh-oh. There you go. Lunchbox? I got a Sam Hunt house party. Mm. Amy? The Bones. Yeah, Eddie? Is it called The Bones? Yeah. I just have Bones. Mm. Is that okay? Uh, no. No, I guess the, the is such a big part of the top. Yeah. Oh, I have The Bones are good. The Bones are good. Rainbow, no, play the slow version again real quick. Let's, here it is again. Yeah, the Bones are good. The fish don't. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Sicking <laughs> that. All right, here we go. All right. Uh, num- next one. go that's the easy listening version what country song is that lunchbox 500 hours <laughs> nope what amy Ten thousand hours correct oh, eddie Ten thousand hours. okay name this country song easy listening There you go. Yeah. Lunchbox. Pontoon motorboating. Let's go. <laughs> What's the name of the song? It's called Pontoon, but I it goes motorboating. Eddie. Yeah, I have Pontoon. Amy. Pontoon. All right, we have two more. See if you can name this one. Listening. Oh my gosh, what is the name of his song? Alright, five seconds. Lunchbox? Little Nas X, Back Road. Back Road, Eddie. Old Town Road. Amy? Old Town Road. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna take my horse to the Old Town Road. One more. Oh man, Amy's gotta lose this one. Yeah, Amy's up one on you, Eddie. Alright, name this country song. Eddie, if you get this right, you're still in the game. Okay. You go first. The only thing that can really mess me up is the titles. I mess up titles all the time. Go ahead. I hope I have this right. What hurts the most? That's correct. Okay. Yeah, right, as of right now, you're tied with Amy. All right. Lunchbox, you can't win, but just for fun, what do you have? Oh, yeah. I got what hurts the most. All right. Woo! Amy, for the win, what do you have? What hurts the most. Ah! What do you have? Oh. <laughs> Oh, Let me see. Amy. You, stu- you stuttered them. Let me you. see what you wrote. Or show it to me. Give him the favor. What hurts the most? Yeah, she got Thank it. Thank you. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> there she is. But well, you were being a little suspicious. No, I was 
trying to don't do that thing suspicious. that Lunchbox does where he acts like he didn't get it and then he got it. Well, you did win. Nice job. Yeah. There she is, Amy. Job, Amy. Eddie, but you lost because of a the. Yeah, because of the three-letter word. Yeah, the. That's, that's tough. Eddie got a little upset with me. You want to talk about that? Mm, yeah. Yeah, because you continue to lie to me. <laughs> that's why. Wait, I don't I didn't lie to him. No, he no, does lie to me, Amy. About what? About time. Well, you, do you remember, Amy, when like he would lie to us and say, like, oh, the start time is one o'clock and we get there and it didn't start till like two because we're always late? <laughs> I don't. You did that to me? It's been a long time. If he did that to me, I wasn't aware. And I haven't now had I'm to aware, do that to Amy in a long time. Yeah, point. Bones, the last time I was late, dude, was like three, four years ago. And why do you think that is? Honestly, what? why do you think you're on time now? All the time. You? Okay, you're welcome. Now, yep. continue on with the story. Yeah. Because I, I do, I have some fault here, but go ahead. Well, we were, this is when we are going to go fishing. He's like, hey, we're going to get there at this time, all right? So meet us there. And it's a dock that's far away from It was my like house. 11 after the show. Okay, it's far away. I got to go pick up my wife, go get, make sure the babysitter's good, and then we're going to go to the dock. We get there, and I'm rushing because the babysitter's late. Oh, my gosh. And my, my wife's like, why are you driving so fast? I'm like, I cannot be late. We cannot be late to this. Mm-hmm. Like, we cannot. Bobby doesn't. Like it when we're late. I'll leave him. Bo to leave. He will. He said, we'll leave you. <laughs> he said that in the text. It's such an awesome friendship. <laughs> so I know. Then, the Amy, so we get there, right? There isn't a soul in sight. And I text him like, where are you? He's like, it sounds like he's still in, oh man, I'm uh, eating something. Like, what? <laughs> what do you mean eating? We're supposed to be here at this time. He's like, oh no, they took, oh, I guess I gave you the wrong time. I'm like, dude, you do not have to do that anymore. You know, I, I'm, gl- I'm glad you brought this up because I do think we've graduated from me not doing that anymore. <laughs> so I apologize. And then, and then you know, I, and the lady that was babysitting, she's a nice lady, but she's late sometimes. And I snapped at her because I was like, I cannot be late. Okay, and, but tell Amy why you shouldn't have snapped at her. Because it was free and she was doing it for, to be nice. She was babysitting for free and Eddie snapped at his babysitter. <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> Well, it That's can't be late, Amy. It can't be late. This like, is what I'm going to say here. You really? Hold on. What uh-huh. did you say? How did I, you snap at her? Well, I just said, hey, what time did we tell you to be here? <gasps> you oh. did? Yeah. And then what'd she say? And she said, I know. I told you this time I'm sorry, you know, like, but I'm just, uh, I just, you know, there's a lot going on. I had to take the dog out. He wouldn't go to the bathroom. And I'm like, okay. Well, we've both learned something here. Wow. Mostly me. <laughs> I won't handle you like someone who's been late. Thank you. Okay, but- I think you've graduated beyond that. I'm just going to tell you the real time for now on. Thank you. Do you at least understand though why I would do that? Yes. Okay. But I'm not doing that anymore. You have my word. But Amy, when I told him what I did to the babysitter, he said, kind of proud of you for that because it is not nice to be late. Even though it's free, she did say she'd be there. <laughs> it is true. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. She's and, doing you a favor. Yeah. Do you but, ever pay her? Uh, no, I didn't pay her. She watches four kids for free. It's no. Yes. Yeah, she, she's very nice. You don't even tip her? Mm-mm. Should I tip her? Wait, I'm so confused. She's Who's a, this she, very nice person? She's a very nice person. Amy she's wants a, her. Amy's like, wait, 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 wait. How do I get in touch with this very nice person? She's a friend of the family. We met her through mutual friends, and she's just very nice. She wants to do it to help. Let's be on time. You know what I'm saying? And Eddie, let's be on time. And you were. So and I'm I, done. If I was now. that babysitter, I'd be like, fine. Oh, Find I'm, somebody you want to yeah, yeah. pay to get here. I'm trying to help you out. Watch your kids for you. Four what do we them. both learn? I'll go first. Yes. I now am considering you normal. You're not late anymore. Thank you. I will treat you like a grown adult. Thank you. Now, what did you learn? That I'm always on time now. No. And I you will also, continue to be on time. You had to learn about your babysitter. I did. To be kind. And appreciate. Be kind. And appreciate that she's doing it for free. And, and, every, and everybody something. really start being on time. Right? It's frustrating, right? It is, dude. Now that I'm on your side of it, like, it's frustrating. I don't know. Is there, like, a gift card or, like, a like flowers or, like, a 
in general or that you could do for her, especially if she always does it for free. Like, how, just, how about how about know. next time we ask and she's on time, I give her the gift card. Boom. Hold it above her head. If you're on time, you get the treat. Right. If she's late, I just hold them. I was going to give you this, but not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, we're all 12 years old. <laughs> it's so weird, Amy. You're like the nicest, kindest, most giving person that I've ever known. Yet, you now have this rage inside of you that you can't explain. Mm-hmm. Where do. you just want to slam things against walls. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's something deep-rooted? Or do you think it's new with you adopting your kids? Oh, I think I'm dealing with some stuff and I don't know how to... Pro- I think some of it is a co- hormones mixed with uh, not knowing how to handle some stuff that's going on. Like new hormones? I have stuff, hormones, stuff changing in my body that's weird. But I, so I think some of it is hormonal, but it is a combination of me not processing some of my emotions properly. Hmm. So do you have a new... Or my stress. Do you have a newfound empathy for people that do things in rage now? Hmm. Interesting. Because I wouldn't want to use... Well, it depends on what their rage causes them to do because I I don't ever want to hurt anybody. So, no, I don't have empathy for somebody that uses their rage in that way. But, yeah, if they want to throw a water bottle across the room... Like smash a car. No, I don't want to hurt anybody. I mean, I guess they could smash it as long as nobody gets hurt. Their own car. You're like, oh, I get it. I no, I don't. I don't think I have the. I don't want to smash my car. The only thing I'm telling you I want to do or that I have done is throw a water bottle. I want to throw the fruit bowl, slam stuff, slam the milk down on the counter like really hard and yell. And what is your therapist? Because you're going to therapist, right? Yeah. What What do they say? Well, she thinks some. Well, and then sometimes I just can't let it go. So I picture myself doing the action. And then I'm like, God, it feels so good. But I don't. I have control. So I don't do it. Again, nobody would be harmed. But I I still resist the action because I don't feel like it's right anyways. Like I need to get control. And so, but then I have trouble letting it go. And I'm still stressed and worked up and feeling anxious and having all these different feelings. So she has told me when I need to reset like that, I'm, I may need to dunk my face in ice water. Have you tried that yet? No, I haven't yet. It's just, but it's part of my assignment. Do you ever get rage at me? No. 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 If I see you over there and your head's in a bucket of water, I'm like, oh boy, she needs a minute. No, I don't. (laughs) But I promise you, if you were to see it, you would think, because I even think, I'm not joking. I think, who am I right now? Mm. Or you would be wondering, who is this person? Well, sometimes since you said you have rage now that comes, I sit next to you and wonder, oh boy. It's not like that. Is this that. how it is? She just starts stabbing me with a no, pen? No. No, I don't ever. Stop. Don't put me in that category. I don't ever want to hurt anybody. Okay. Right. I just have in like a extreme okay. desire to squish a ball and then throw it against the wall and smash. My husband and I were having an argument one day, and that's when I threw the water bottle. And it At was, him? And it was awesome. No, I threw it across the room. <laughs> All right. If you ever get rage filled in Not here, him. Yeah. just wiggle your ear and I'll just shut it down. It doesn't. It, I don't. I can't predict it. But I'll let you know. If for some reason you hear the imaging just slam in the middle of a segment, you know Amy wiggled her ear and we had to end the segment early. Okay? <laughs> I hope I'm not alone in this. Yeah. Bones. Bobby Bones Show. Bonehead. Story of the day.
This story comes to us from Albuquerque, New Mexico. A man went through the drive-thru at McDonald's, ordered something, and he pulled out, and he's like, man, my order's wrong. So he pulled back around and said, hey, you gave me the wrong order. Then he pulled out a gun and said, you need to fix it. Oh. They called police. Police arrived. He took off. High-speed chase. Helicopter involved. All because he got two hamburgers instead of two cheeseburgers. And when the helicopter is following you, you know you're done. Mm-hmm. You're in a, it's like a gun versus a knife. Or do you even think that the helicopter's for you? <laughs> Absolutely. As soon as you hear it, you know it's for you, right? I don't know. <laughs> oh, you mean for yeah. a while yeah. you just think it's a random helicopter? Right, like, okay, great. Somebody got hurt in a car accident. Oh, no, that's getting closer. <laughs> and who pulls a gun over a bad order at McDonald's? Or, that's where it was, right? Yep. And you go to heavy jail for that, obviously. Uh-huh. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. You know what I do my waters now? So I put these red tablets in them for, uh, what, do they, what do they have? Like vitamins, right? Oh, electrolytes. Yeah, thank you. But now, because I'm not that regular for some reason, I put every, up two out of three days, I put a cup of Metamucil in the water. Oh. A cup? To help you go? You don't put a cup. Well, I put the cup they have on the bottle. Okay. Like not a one cup <laughs> measure. <laughs> but on top cup. of the bottle, right. it's a li- big lid okay. and it goes filled with this line. Okay. So two out of three days in a row, I fill it up and have a water with Metamucil. Gotcha. That, means I'm still, yeah, that still means I'm young and cool, right? Yeah. No, it doesn't. <laughs> so do you need it or are you just kind of doing it for fun? No, he said <laughs> well, he needs it. It ain't fun. <laughs> I need it. Wow. Time marches on, yeah, baby. That's true, man. Sorry about that. Uh, we're out. Have a great day, friends. We will see you tomorrow. Get your bones on Bobby Bones Show.